listeners. You are listening to Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users brought to you by thestonermom.com. I am the Stoner Mom, aka Catherine, and I'm joined as always by my wonderful husband and partner, David. I'm your partner. Mm-hmm. You're my podcasting partner. Well, I'm all kinds of partnerships with you. We are parents to four and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, relax, and talk about cannabis, our lives, pop culture, and so much more. So much more. So much more. I mean, welcome back. Well... Where have you been? Welcome back to my channel. So, hi. Hi. We've been gone. We took a whole month off. A whole month. April was some shit for us. Man. For our family. Very, very busy. Very busy. Um, And, yeah. Mm -hmm. We did not have a chance, really, to sit down and do any of this. So, we're back. We apologize. I know. We won't just abandon you like that again. I mean, we probably will, but... (laughs) We come back. We come back. (laughs) (laughs) We do. We just disappeared. I mean, yeah. So that's all. But look, here we are. You guys, I don't know how to podcast anymore. It's okay. You're doing great. You're talking. Your lips are moving. (laughs) I got to get high. I think you should get high. Well, let's get into libation corner so I can start libating because I clearly need it. You need some libation. Okay. So what are you libating on today? I see a gigantic glass. First of all, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. It is Mother's Day as we record this. Um, My children won't be here for another three hours. Yeah. And I'm the type of mother that likes to have time off on Mother's Day. I think there's nothing wrong with that. I would prefer to not do anything with any kids or anybody. Yeah. And that's literally what I prefer. I prefer to be catered to while I sit on my ass at home watching whatever (laughs) dumb shit I want to watch. Yeah. Which is currently James Charles' subscriber count. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I am a divorced mom, I don't have my kids ever on Mother's Day. I always, you know, my kids, I don't really ever have them on the weekends. Right. And so we always make it a point that I get them on Sunday. So mm-hmm. on Mother's Day. Mother's Day is for the kids, really. It's for, for the kids so that they know. They're, they know I don't give a shit about <laughs> well, this dumbass holiday. I mean, they get to eat a good meal. They get to see their mom. They get to give you presents, uh, yeah. which is so great. Like in the past, we almost always go out to eat. It stresses me out. I always try to pick like a lo- low-key, like not nice-ish place yeah. so that it's like not a huge pain in the ass. There's not a long line. You're not waiting but for three hours. But it's still a huge line. It's yeah. just I hate going out on days that are very busy yeah it's holidays like especially things so this year we're staying home and i've begun my light baiting david's <clears throat> gonna make me some steaks yeah which is what i requested yep. also i wanted to ask you is it too much of a pain in the ass to grill steaks and make those french fries that i no, have so not at all not they at happen all. don't they happen in two like one happens in the yard and the other happens inside <laughs> it does but i mean like you can like make part of the french fries before you grill the steaks and then just have them waiting to do the second round of frying so it's okay. I mean, and you want to make them and then serve them. You and, know what I mean? And Brussels sprouts. That's okay. Do you have a plan for those? I do. Those will, yeah. It's all based on this, you know, like any person who cooks, you choose the thing that takes the longest amount of time. In this case, the Brussels sprouts. Oh. You get them ready. Okay. You heat that oven, you throw them in the oven, and then you got like, what, 40 minutes. And then in between that 40 minutes, you have to cook steaks and do french fries. Okay. Which is easy. French fries take like 20 minutes. You're really waiting for oil to heat up. Steaks take 20 minutes. You make good French fries. 
Well, I don't think so. But I mean, like, if you like them, like, I'm really trying to perfect my um, deep fry technique. You've made perfect fries multiple times. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why you're suddenly forgetting. Well, no, I mean, they just, they look too brown, I guess. I don't know. I want them to look like golden colored, like McDonald's fries. No such thing as too brown. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's true. I like it. <laughs> I like it brown. Um, okay, we're supposed to be libating. I have a big ass tall glass of vodka mm-hmm. and Sprite. Yes. At one in the morning. Well, one in what? the afternoon. <laughs> it's one in the afternoon. Not in the morning. And then I have a nice bong. I busted out the gurgler. I just cleaned it. Mm-hmm. And I have some sunburn in here. Nice. I also have my uh what is this co2 extracted tangerine haze co2 hash oil that i'm dabbing Hmm. that'll fuck me up i bought that on 420 um let me do a bomb rip go ahead what are you drinking i'm drinking a rusty nail i'm drinking some kind of doers uh scotch that is like some special scotch from them and then drambuie mixed together in a glass David's on a extended <clears throat> tolerance break right now, which has yeah. been going pretty well. So he's being very careful about smoking. I am because he's back to zero tolerance. I have z- absolutely <laughs> zero. To- I have not smoked cannabis in over a month. So if we get him high, our podcast might stink. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he might forget to press record. But I did. I did smoke some hemp <laughs> the other night, and I, man, that would felt really nice. I, lo- I loved it. I, I loved was it. High. I was. Was I? Yeah, you were like when someone just exclaims to you multiple times how good they feel, then that person is high. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, they are inebriated under about something. And that's hemp. Yeah, we love hemp. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I always have that warning when because we talk a lot about smoking hemp and how much we love it. But um, if you haven't smoked anything in, you know, 20 years, you're going to get fucked up. You are going to get fucked up. <laughs> it's true. But it's not going to be fucked up like you're high, which is a completely different experience. It's just more like, wow, I'm definitely feeling altered and good. Absolutely. Very positive. We like hemp. We're going to talk more about hemp. We are. Um, but anyway, that's what we're libating. Hey, on. did you do, do some more Yeah, do that. I just did one. Here comes another. Oh, that's the sound we like. Um. Oh. Oh, what's that? I'm exhaling into my Eco 420. Yeah. I said that shit all wrong on my <laughs> Mother's Day giveaway video. Sorry. It's Eco 420. Yeah. I've been saying Echo like a moron. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> this is a personal air filter. They have not sponsored our show, but I like this thing. And because my kids are going to be here in a couple hours... You want to keep I don't want house. to stick it up too badly. Um, so I always recommend picking up one of those. You can get a Sploofy. You can get an Eco 420. Um, the Eco 420 is all metal, which is kind of cool. It feels metal to me, but it could be just like really hard plastic. But the nice thing about it is, is it really comes apart in quite a few pieces for cleaning and replacing the filters. Um, and I've actually never replaced the filter on a Sploofy. You haven't? I always just get a new Sploofy. Can you do that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is... What do I mean by personal air filter, guys? It's like if you took a toilet paper tube, roll tube, and you put uh, a rubber band and fabric softener sheet on the end of it because you're in your dorm room. Mm-hmm. It's like that except grown up. Yeah. Just a nice tool for... Helping to keep down your cannabis stench. I think that that's nice. Honey, I need you to open this. Okay, give it and to you me. You have to use 
this uh, pokey because it's all fucked up. All right. Um, so that's it. That's Libation Corner. I'm about to do a dab. I didn't dab. Have to use the pokey at all. Oh, well, I guess you're a lot stronger than me, aren't you? Yeah. Such a big, strong man. Honey, I am. I am a big, strong man. Thanks for opening up my hash oil. You're welcome. <laughs> It looks like you're uh, gathering up some concentrate to do your dab. This oil stuff is uh, very liquidy. Yeah. Kind of challenging to work with. Do you hear anything? It's my Puffco Peak that I'm dabbing with. And I guess it's time for So What's Going On With You Guys Mm. corner. What's going on with you guys? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Do you like that? (laughs) Were you worried about it? It was going to be like, what's going on with Dave? Yeah, I was like, that's too close to mine, which is copyright. But I changed. Oh, well, well, I'm glad I changed it up (laughs) the last second. I don't want to owe you a bunch of money. (laughs) So uh, we talked about how we took April off. We're sorry. We're back. Um, Let's talk about our hemp stuff. Yeah, let's do that. So for the past several months. Okay. Yeah. We have been behind the scenes crafting and shaping an online hemp flower store. We are going to sell our own line of hemp flower, CBD-rich hemp flower, um, for you guys to buy and smoke. That's right. Consume it. Um, And yeah, I don't know if we talked about this at all on our podcast, but it's just something we've been doing and we're getting closer to go time. So it's more on our mind. We we the hardest part was finding the good stuff, which we did. Unfortunately, um, of course, it's here in Colorado because that oh, was yes. one of the requirements was that it be Colorado grown. And we just so happened to find an amazing grower who uh, definitely has grown cannabis in the past for many many years and has applied that knowledge to growing hemp, which is what I want. <coughs> um, <clears throat> and it's beautiful, greenhouse grown. There's strains that you can't buy anywhere else. Uh, it's cured, hand-trimmed, pesticide-free, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It smells like weed. You open it up, it hits you in the face, like knocks you, punches you in the face, actually. You guys are going to love it. You're going to love it. We and, love it. Um, we we have, love it. So we have in our house now the samples mm-hmm. and our, you know. Packaging. Labels and our, you know, that we. Made ourselves. Made ourselves. And yes, this is very like, this is just us. You know, we yeah. don't have some like. Yeah, we don't have some financial backer no. or some shit. This is literally us on Photoshop. Like, yeah, doing it. Duh, does this look okay? <laughs> um, what do you think of this? Should um, it be pink or black? <laughs> <laughs> there was a time in our beautiful logo that we will reveal. Yeah, where we had like actual cannabis leaves in the logo, and then like the next day it was like they're watercolor uh, painted. We're not. We can't have cannabis leaves on our yeah. fucking logo. Can't like, do that. That's a dumb. I want as little attention <coughs> as possible. Yeah. From the feds. There's a lot of hurdles you have to overcome. Like right now, our biggest challenge is getting credit card processing, but I think we've ironed that out. And then now our last final thing is just, we're going to get our website done. And last night we, Catherine and I are up so late working on it. And then we just decided let's nuke it and start over because we had just started. I had messed it all up by combining 
two websites into one. <laughs> I am never changing how Stonerman looks. Yeah, it's a pain <laughs> in the fucking ass. There's a time when I would change the Stonerman's layout and stuff like every year. Yeah, you but did. you know, you don't know what you're doing when you're starting. I mean, you do, but. Then when things expand, you're like, well, shit, I can't look like ass anymore. Nope. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've never designed a store right. like this. So that's difficult. Not designed, but f- set up and figured out how yeah. to do. I have no experience in that. Um, even our shop on the stonermom.com is not a no, real shop. It's not real. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not made with like shop software. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something we made up. It's just something <laughs> we kind of made up to, you know, funnel like affiliate sales and stuff through. Um, I'm actually going to talk about my shop a little bit later. Okay. Um, with my listener letters. But anyway, that's just fun and exciting. This tomorrow we are driving to Colorado Springs to visit our grower. Yeah, we are. And drop off our labels. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're doing? And we're going to drop off all the labels and our pre-roll containers and all of our bags. i got to separate some and leave us some tonight because I didn't think about that. We really should have some here. So we, we still have to shoot it all. you got to do that. I have to do it. <laughs> Try to do it this week. If you, you oh, have my to God. Do it I'm doing week. it this week for sure. Because I think the website. I'll do it Tuesday. I think the website is like imagery heavy, right? Like, yes. So, yeah, because I'm trying to keep everything as simple as possible because you guys, it's better to fucking just start it, do it, have it done instead of perfect. And if like creative people are always like, oh, this looks like ass, like forever, but you have to just get it out there. And that's what I'm always telling myself. Like if we don't end up if we end up thinking this logo is dated like we can change it everything can change everything um but you got to get that momentum by putting your ass out there in the first place you can't wait for it to feel perfect because it just it never will feel perfect you know let me ask you a question okay so part of this hemp stuff that's so good and high yes oh good um so i've been like hitting all the challenges head on which are like numerous yes and the one that are that is really the biggest obstacle is the finance like the processing right okay so my question to you is this i've learned so much about it like you know you cannot like literally almost all the credit card processing companies like look at you and say we don't sorry we won't do hemp we just won't it's high risk even though it's federally legal so all the ones you see out there who are doing it, you'll see some, even CBD companies who have been around forever and they're like losing that now. And they'll say, well, we can't process Visa or we can't process MasterCard, but we can process Visa or whatever. This has always been a thing for like buying seeds for yeah. like, <coughs> you know. So here's my question. So currently the only fail safe way to do it, like where there's no issues and you don't have to fucking worry about shit is COD, cash on demand or enter ACH which is will you enter your bank information and write me a check electronic check right so um you know I've talked to a few people and they actually believe COD is like the the best I don't know what how that works that means remember when we got the delivery and the the purchase what does it look like to me that's um, what I want a the UPS guy shows up at your door and goes, hey, I got a delivery for you, but it's COD. So oh, you have to give what? him a check. Excuse or, me? Yeah, That's my nightmare. That's my I know nightmare it's your nightmare because you're, you know, like dealing with people. But imagine that you're in a, a non-legal state and you're ordering hemp flour. Do you think that do you want to make sure it's you're about to take it and it's going to be yours and it's not intercepted by anyone? I think cash on to whatever... 
would wig out the average person. Yeah, you're probably right. I've never. What about the bank way? Would you be willing to enter your routing number and bank? A hundred. If it says electronic check, a hundred percent. Really? That's how I pay our, like our, our trash and our water bill. And, and yeah, like, especially for like a weird online shop. The other way is to call in and say, Hey, will you take my credit card? We process it right now. I'm not, I'm just so bad about this, Yeah. but I feel like I'm an average shopper. So it's kind of good, a good, yeah. I'm so I'm a very antisocial person. Plus if you're buying have, yes, we all know it's legal, but everybody's paranoid anyway, especially for stoners. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, doesn't that wig you out even more mm-hmm. that you're signing and paying right then? Like, aren't you for your hemp? Aren't you afraid that there's like, the DAA hiding behind your mailbox, like watching. Well, here's what I think: <clears throat> if I were to buy hemp online and I were like a little bit paranoid, which I am, I, we I, get so much hemp sent to us constantly. Like it's just like, damn. Like, this is, I've never wanted. <laughs> I just yeah, okay. Okay, so I think the ACH thing is the safest way because if I were to buy it. I would not want to give my credit card to somebody and then have a third party credit card place like because at any time someone could like go, I'm going to get your record, your credit card records without know, even your approval. Your credit, but your credit card is better for that. Like is your it? your bank info is not. But because your credit, you have like extra, you have like visas protection, you have right. MasterCard's protection or whatever, like fraud protection. Um, so you're not responsible. Whereas if somebody... Uh, commits fraud on your bank account, you're fucked because you can't pay your right. electric bill or whatever. Okay. Um, well, anyway, but- we're gonna we're gonna have credit card processing, but I mean, like, I just wanted to know because we're also gonna offer ACH and uh, what a Bitcoin, I, I guess, just, if we want. I just think everybody like, uh, you know, you kind of take these risks no matter who you're buying your hump from. Right. And we've been in this long enough. Where we've seen how one year everything is fine and the next year every CBD company is fucked and they mm-hmm. cannot process anything. Um, and it's just so like it changes all the time and you know it's going to change in the next year or yeah. something. I mean, well, they're trying to like pass that bill. Built? Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to keep happening and, you know, eventually. It'll all be ironed out. But yeah, like planning for now. <clears throat> In this scenario is literally, it's like we plan for now because yeah. now is going to change and it's going to either be better or worse, but we're going to have to adapt to that, but we can't predict the future. So no. we just have to pr- be able to provide as many different ways for our customers as, as possible. possible. Yeah. And if that means people calling in, like you're calling in the Sears catalog. Yeah. I'd like to order from page <laughs> <House>. six, <laughs> item number four, five, seven, zero, the Star Wars Tatooine playset. There was, God, I was just on one website. Oh, it was Berkshire that was like, we'll take, we can Cleedle. take. Okay, whatever. But it was, it was, I looked at both. Oh, okay. But, you know, calling in, I think is fine. And I think people do that, especially um, since they know who we are. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> the once you've made can, that first successful purchase, you you'll know, feel better. it's yeah. like, oh, I totally don't mind calling these people. Plus, when you get that glorious flower nugget in the mail and you're like, I just ordered hemp flower through the mail. Look at this shit. I'm living in the future. 21st century. It's fun. <laughs> so that's what we've been doing. It's been fun. It has been fun. And I love it. I'm excited for tomorrow and like, <clears throat> you know. Maybe kind of seeing stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, 
getting a step closer to mm-hmm. fulfilling all of that. Very soon. It's all coming. And then I think... It's fun to have just a thing to work on, too. I agree. I mean, like, I want this to be our business, you know? We're, so this is what we work on. Um, I also want to sell CBD because the people we work with sell isolate as well and full spectrum stuff, so... Oh, it'd be nice to be able to do both. Well, okay. Moving on. Moving on. That's our big secret hemp project, and when it's... It's not a secret. It's something it's we're actively... Oh, it's, do we want to tell them what it's called? No, because then they're going to try to go to our website. Well, but then they'll see the page that says we're not ready yet. <laughs> it's called the Happy Flower Company. Happyflowercompany.com. Yeah. Happyflowercompany.com. This is the Stoner Moms Hemp line. Oh, absolutely. CBD flower. Awesome. And pre-rolls. And we're going to do like tasting flights mm-hmm. where you can have a gram of each strain. And we're going to carry a couple strains that we haven't seen anywhere else, which is really difficult with hemp. Three strains. Three strains. Yeah. With hemp, you have to kind of just, you know, there's not a whole ton of strain selection like there yeah. is with cannabis at all. Um, so you get to know strains a little intimately like you do with the most famous cannabis strains. That's nice. But it is also nice that we have some unique things mm-hmm. uh so okay whatever that's it that's all it's very saying. exciting <laughs> we love it <laughs> uh what else has been going on with us what else has been going on we talked about that it's mother's day yeah we're eating steak oh that's exciting um it's the end of the school year oh my gosh that's yes contributing to our busyness numerous trips to school every, after hours every day yeah. every week but then it's done and then they're gonna be home all day <laughs> yeah Lounging around. My girls are in camp uh, right away in June, including the first week I've got all four kids. Um, David is officially, you're like consulting. and I'm a, I'm a, <clears throat> I own my own business now. I mean, you have for a long time. I have, but for real now. <laughs> I mean, like. Our podcast has seen many employment stages it has for it really has but this I is the one to. that i that i'm most happy about yeah i, I mean i have a job sort like, of but i'm not i mean my job is my is van eaton creative he wait he he works for us but he still gets out of the house enough yeah you know what i'm saying i mean i do i have agreed to go work at good old black dog led they're one of my clients yes and I invoice them and they pay their invoice and I give them marketing stuff. But I'm also branching out to other areas as well. So it's kind of nice. We, we pay for our own insurance, which means we're a business. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. We pay taxes. Yes. And that's it. Yes. We buy cars through our business. <laughs> Wait, did we do that? Yeah. Your car is uh, a business expense. Okay. I don't know if we'll need to be editing this out. Why? Is that real? Is that a thing you yeah, can do? Yeah, that's a real thing you can do. It's good It's good to do that. You know. <laughs> well, the stoner mom doesn't advocate fucking driving around sound. Even uh, if it well, happens you know, to 99% yeah, of stoners. That's right. Don't do that. Well, I'm... I'm saying this is reality, but... Yeah. Well, that's not what we're about. But that's not what we advocate. So what else? Uh, or you can advocate the throne. No, that's advocate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not advocate. Yeah. That's right. Man, I am drunk or high or something. Me too. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so, yes, I also have, I'm just reading my bullet points. End of school year stuff, blah, blah, blah. Beauty, community, drama. I have been. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. I, have I think that's fascinating. Consumed 
all weekend. When did this start? Friday? I guess Friday. Okay. Um, there's just, you know, the beauty uh, guru community on YouTube is always rife with drama. Drama, drama, drama. And it's been a little stale. It's been a little dry lately. Yeah. And then this bomb just exploded. And um, Tati Westbrook, uh, Glam Life Guru, I think. <clears throat> released this video that just calls out James Charles, who is the 19-year-old wonder kid of of YouTube, who very hilariously found his way onto the Met Gala uh, pink carpet. And... Um, Inappropriately dressed. <laughs> Inappropriately say? dressed. But whatever. I guess everybody was. I love that. Do you look at those? Do you look at those pictures? No. Anyway, it's just been uh, crazy. This guy had 16 million subscribers as of Friday, and then it just dropped. And he's going to be, you know, at 13. He's he has the most. He's lost the most subscribers in a day in YouTube history. But that's <clears throat> still a lot of subscribers. The big thing is that she's calling him out on several things. Mostly being, you know, a bad friend, you know, and a, a taker and a user and a backstabber, but also a sexual predator. And yeah. that's what the real big story is. And, but, you know, whatever. The person's 19. I don't want to talk shit, but it has been crazy watching it happen. I've seen a few of these, like, these canceled events just happen. And I'm, it's addicting to watch, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but people bounce back. Like, Brittany Dawn, she's like, dilly, 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 dilly. Hi, guys. Do you want to buy my presets? Do you want to buy my whatever? Is she back? Buy- she's back. She's got another boyfriend. No, she's fine. She's got her overcomer tattoo. Mm-hmm. She's an overcomer. So, anyway, more power to everybody who, who fucking cancels the shit out of themselves with their sexual predator behavior, their racism, their scamming, and then somehow comes out the other side still ready to sell you some shit. I mean, honey, but the guy's 19. It's I th- amazing. I thought about this. He's 19. It's very young. You can disappear for fucking five years and come yeah. back still young as yeah, hell. Young as fuck. <laughs> And with the brain this time. I mean, his little, his brother dropped out of high school to be an influencer like him. Like, these people were really failed as children. Yeah. Okay. And it's not easy for normal ass people to acquire tons and tons and tons of influence and money. Like, real wealth. You know? It makes people nuts and crazy and shitty. Especially if you don't have a good foundation with your parents and stuff. And so, if you're a 19 year old boy, I don't care if you're gay or not gay. He's yeah. still like, you know, a crazy 19 year old kid. You well, know? he's like very predatory and like, mm-hmm. you know, just really actively searching out um, people that he shouldn't in a sexually manipulative way. Yeah. Um, and that's not acceptable. No. We don't accept it in anybody. Well, he the has to learn a hard end. lesson, but maybe he has. Oh, I think bitch has. <laughs> okay, yeah. sister has learned something. Um, this apology video has made it onto is the number seventeenth most disliked video. What did he say that was so bad in the video that everybody hates it? Does it sound disingenuous? 
Yeah, yeah. And then he does kind of a fake cry, and he talks really, really slow when he constantly usually just talks really fast. And he licks his lips a lot, and his lips are really dry on the sides, and it drives me nuts. And (laughs) I'm just like, wipe your lips one time, and then you're done. You did it. (laughs) You don't have to look at it for eight minutes. This is insufferable. And he doesn't apologize uh, heartfully. Like, you're supposed to, like, yes, I sexually manipulated all of these straight young men and used my, you know, he's like listed as a female on like Tinder where he's verified. And that's like catfishing, right? Because then you show up in straight guises, whatever. And that's not, that's disingenuous, you know? Um, so that kind of stuff. Not oh, quite. also YouTube, uh, Tati's video that did this, which is currently sitting at 26 million views. Um, was obviously the trending video and then all of a sudden at like 12 p.m. even o'clock even you know they took it off of trending like just suddenly it's not trending anymore and like the the idea that youtube picks what's trending versus what's actually trending has always been like an idea and a rumor but like this is just that was blatant and the reason is because they youtube fully james charles had 16 million subscribers like that's their person they sent him to the Met Gala uh, what did you say that's their investment yeah. they have to he protect. is an investment yeah um, well, they- which is really shitty because you can't go out of your way to protect uh, <clears throat> people that are coming out as sexual predators you know the thing that really sucks though and it's also censoring that woman Tati you know they're all on their on their platform though I mean they all are on YouTube's platform yes so that's the really hard lesson is that hey at any minute they could all be gone you know what I mean they'll like, be fine of course yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean I'm just saying I mean like YouTube Tati is an investment of YouTube just as the other person uh-huh. who we like and you know I mean they're all but it's like well she's too much she's too old and she's a woman so fuck that yeah so let's just put all our uh-huh. let's back this young dude uh-huh. who's super problematic whatever anyway that's the beauty community drama I think it's awesome. I like watching you like, oh, and I'm like, what happened? Well, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, As tweeted. Oh, this bitch liked this tweet. (laughs) Twitter's the place to be for all this drama. All drama. Um, And then we love Chernobyl. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, we do. Well, we don't love the event. No, we like the show. It's actually our deepest shame as a planet, as a species. Oh, my God. The elephant's foot is our deepest shame. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Wow, I'm I love it. I'm gonna get an elephant's foot charm sculpture. Okay, yeah. house. Oh yes, <laughs> and we'll just put it in the corner. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It could maybe you shouldn't go near that. <laughs> I would enjoy that. Can I'd be I like, do that's that? it. Yeah, I I'm, mean, like, I'm gonna start. You know what? Someone needs to go there and like spend their 300 <laughs> seconds taking as many angles of that thing as possible. Pictures and then going back and 3D modeling it and making like an elephant's foot sculpture. Yes. Out of bronze or something. Yes. We are not talking about elephant's feet. We are talking about the elephant's foot of Chernobyl, which is this collection of, uh, you know, hardened lava that's made out of all of the concrete and the structure and the lead and and everything. Graphite and all of that stuff. And it's, it's like the most radioactive you can you can't be in the same room with it. You can't be in the same room with it. Your fucking skin will fall off and you'll yeah. die and like it's 
Horrible. It's because it's straight out of the reactor. And it's just sitting there down there. Look up. The, uh, I think it's part of the reactor, right? Chernobyl. Yeah, it's all that shit down it's there. It's like the most deadliest. It all like it eats through. It melts through everything. That's why it's called a meltdown. And it turns Collected into this lava here. stuff. It has a name. It starts with a C. And it, but it's just oh, this yeah. lava stuff that like goes to the lowest point, and then it's cooling. But it was just so hot for so long, and just so fucking, uh, you know, life destroying. <laughs> Sitting so, there I mutating mean, your ass. Yeah, I mean, like, go look like, it up. Go look up elephants on a dolly. And They're like, pushing the dolly out there and, and then, then wheeling it back with a rope. <laughs> I'm not being in the fucking same room with that shit. <laughs> but there is a picture um, of a dude like poking it or something. And then I, what I like, like about it is when it's still like red yeah. hot. I don't. I like it how they say it, re- it refused to drill. Like it, it refused it. Like you cannot drill into me. I'm the elephant's foot. So anyway, um, you had to shoot it with a machine gun to get flakes of it off. Did you know that? Yeah. You, yes. That's fucking frightening to me. But let's talk about Chernobyl for a minute. It's a the, the series show. right now um, on HBO, and I think you said that the episode would come out today. Yep, tonight. Tonight, with Game of Stone, which right. we will talk about. We will talk about. But um, later. But we like it. Jared Harris is in it. He's like in him. everything. He's just like. a great. He's, he's the, the best belter. Which is our fucking favorite show in the whole world. Time. And it's and best he's show. in the Crown. Yep. And he's, he's just in, in all everything. sorts of shit. He's, he's in Mad Men. He's in Mad Men. He was in Lost in Space. Yep. He played young Will Robinson or old Will, Will Robinson. He had a beard and <laughs> shit. And he looked like he was 20. It was weird. But um, he uh, the thing I like about Chernobyl, the thing that got like really just like made an impression on me was like, let's watch because we've been waiting to watch it, waiting to watch it. And I watched it while you were taking a shower. And I was like, as in you're like, what's happening now? And I'm like, okay, guys, oh, shit, he's picking up a radioactive piece of graphite off the ground. Um, my, the part, with his bare ass hand. And now he's opening this door with uh, his whole side of oh, his body. Oh, my God, yes. And now that's going to fall off. Like, okay, so the parts that they really nail is, like, they really <laughs> convey to you how radioactive this shit is. Like, a firefighter, like, what's this? And he's holding a piece of graphite, which is from the ra- the floor of the reactor that has exploded. And the guy's like, put that shit, quit fucking around, put that shit down. And then a minute later, he's like shaking his hand like, oh, and then his hand is melted. And then and, and the other part that you were talking about was like this guy's holding open this lead door with his body. And then the second he lets go of it, the whole right side of his body just starts bleeding. It's just horrifying like that. And the stuff we read about what radiation can do to your body is frightening. And they I just, oh, <laughs> I don't like it. Um, yeah. And, we, you know, we're HBO's biggest bitches, so. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> always very exciting to have a new thing to watch. They're there. so good at it. Um, love. Love, love, love. Anyway, check it out. The end. That's what's going on with us. That's it. Goodbye. Too long? No. <laughs> we were 
wish it was longer. Okay. No, you don't. All right, come on. Now, what's the next thing? Listener letters? It's time for listener letters. Right, we want hear. your letters. Or in this case, your emails. Which are electronic letters. Write us and share us your cannabis story, your stoned observations, ask your stoner questions, or request some good old-fashioned advice from a mom and dad stoner. Email us at stoned at gmail.com, and we might just read your letter on the show. We need some letters. You stopped sending them because we stopped giving you a You were just like, oh, I guess they're not there anymore. (laughs) So, we suck. Sorry. We're here. Hi, Catherine. I am new to CBD. It's just as hi, Catherine. Sorry. Can you share the top three things to look for in choosing a quality CBD? And maybe your top three CBD choices. What's better? Oral, topical, both combined. Thank you so much. Should I say your name? No. Okay. But you're from Northern California, just like me. Uh, well, number one, is it available at a liquor store? <laughs> <laughs> We've seen CBD everywhere. Everywhere. It's which nuts. is good. It's fine. It is as good. As long it's as good. it's not a multi-level thing, it's good. We do talk a lot about CBD stuff and buying it online on episode 115, but this will be a good answer to your question right here. My top three things are, uh, first you got to decide on if you want full spectrum, sometimes broad spectrum, kind of think of it as the same thing, or isolate. Because some companies just sell one or the other. So you want to know that. Um, and the difference is isolate is absolutely has nothing else in it or it won't have any THC is what it really means. Like there's no, like 0%. Whereas uh, full spectrum or broad spectrum CBD stuff will have um, other cannabinoids, not just CBD. And it will have really small amounts of THC. And that matters if you're going to take it a lot, take it for a long time, and you have some sort of employment that, you know, is looking for that. Um, So you have to decide that. The general consensus is that a full spectrum or a broad spectrum product is better for us because it works in synergy with all of those other cannabinoids. That's how the plant itself is supposed to work with us. Um, But uh, you can't disregard isolate products because there are people that don't have that choice. They don't have that freedom or ability to be able to have THC in their system at all. And, um, I've used plenty of isolate products that made me feel awesome and amazing. I've dabbed isolate slabs that were just kick ass for anxiety, my depression. Um, so yeah, they're both, they're both good. You just have to make your decision. One's kind of considered better. So if you're not getting tested for anything, get a full spectrum product. Can I say something? Right yes. Um, you know, you can also look for a whole plant full spectrum. So mm-hmm. where they don't just use like the, the buds, they use everything. And I think that there's something involved there that's good too. Okay. Number two, choose brands only who publicize their lab results. MLM stuff will never do that. They mm-hmm. don't have their lab results. Um, but all brands that have, I mean, the biggest ones that have, you know, a strong online presence that I recommend have uh, their lab results posted online. So any brand that I ever recommend on the stonermom.com, like that's just a prerequisite because I don't review brands that don't share their lab results because why would I? Um, right? Right. I'm not going to promote a product that we don't really know what the fuck it is. I mean, it's a different thing as far... Whatever. That's good. Um, (laughs) All right. Number Uh, three. Number three. uh, Choose brands with American sourced hemp if you're from America. And you can, you know, preferably look for companies with CO2 extraction methods. 
Um, but that's pretty much everybody now, it seems like. Uh, so there's that. And so you're always looking for, is this brand saying where their hemp is from? You know, if they're not, that's a red flag to me. And I usually follow up and have David email them and ask. And then, so the consumer can do that too, but I'm going to always recommend people that just have it on their fucking website right there. This is where it's from. It's from these three States, you know, as much info as possible. Um, I love a Colorado, you know, brand anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I love a Colorado brand too. Whatever. American source. Now, why? Can I ask you a question? What? Why do? You, why is it important to you to have an American source hemp? Because we're here and we're fighting every day. People are busting their ass and putting their neck out on the line to fight for legalization. So we want to. This is a, a national thing, right? You know, we want to support the ongoing. Like, and that's what your dollars do when you're buying stuff. I mean, and when these companies get taken out, which ours could, you know, it's like, um, that's just another reason why it's important to show up in whatever way you can. And sometimes the only way you really can is just as a consumer. Um, cause you don't, you're not willing or you don't have the time or you don't want to do other stuff. And that's fine. I think also a lot of European hemp, Yes. Which was the first CBD. Yes. Um, you're really not. That's not grown for purposes of CBD. It's grown for other reasons. And they use the leftovers to make CBD out of. I mean, aren't they all made out of an industrial? Hemp? Well, they have to say industrial hemp for the farm bill. But no, because anymore. Because it's actually cult in practice. It's cultivated more like what? Like industrial. Like you're using the hemp for other things like hemp wick or uh, to make fiber for clothing. You know, all kinds of stuff. But I think now that with the money that's to be made in hemp, I mean, now you're starting to see like products like ours, which are grown specifically for smoking. I think that's the highest quality you can get. Yes. Um, but it, with that's really kind of easy to find with like hemp flowers. Yeah. But with CBD, not it's so all, much. Because yeah. they're trying to make money. I mean, so why wouldn't you use the cheapest thing possible? You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Um, they're not selling the plant. They're selling the CBD. They're selling yeah. what they've extracted. Right. So there you go. Um, my top choices for brands. Uh, I love Medterra. I'm loving the crap out of CBDMD right now. Just You love them. I do. Be- just because this is the strongest dose I've ever had. 7,500 milligrams. So I'm taking like 250 a full dropper. That's good for me for like several days, I feel. Um, it, they have a bunch of different flavors. Uh, the taste is just kind of normal, but I love having that um, ability to have such a strong dose in one in one take. It's expensive, though, um, for that dose. I mean, any brand would be expensive for that dose. Uh, but Midterra was my first choice because um, I used them for so long. They're flavorless, odorless, have a lot of different doses, good product. I like them. That's Kentucky hemp, um, which is very good. They've had a very good hemp program for many years before our farm bill even passed. Um, number three, CB distillery. They've been in their, the game forever. Um, and I recommend them because they have so many different great tinctures, Well, they have like everything is available in either full spectrum or isolate. So you can Choose right there, and then they have, like, every dose. Good starter brand. My runner's up. I mean, other brands that I like because you only ask for three. Pure Relief, I love. You can get flour there as well. 
Uh, I love MedX. I use them still a lot. And I like Joy Organics. I use them a lot because I like the way it tastes. It tastes so good. The lemon one is the bomb. And they have promos constantly. Like they have like sales. Yeah, I get their emails like literally every day, like 20% off. Okay, so any of these brands you can get on their own websites online um, where they have all their info. You can also pick CBD stuff up from a CBD retailer like drganja.com. And that's a good option because they're doing the curating for you. You know, um, they only carry brands that have lab results. They only carry high-quality brands. Um, they They will stop carrying brands if their customers are saying, this isn't good, I don't like it. Also, you can find all of my recommendations on the stonermom.com slash shop, where I also list the discount codes when we have them. Um, so always go there if you're looking for my recommendations, because we don't put it in the shop if we don't recommend it. That's right. Um, and I mean, it's just like the reviews, you know, we don't review it if I don't like it. But absolutely for the shop. Um, As far as delivery methods, I'd say my favorite number one way to consume CBD is to smoke CBD flour Mm -hmm. or hemp flour. Um, I just like the way that makes you feel. Um, You get like immediate. Immediate. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it just and it, it lasts a long time. I currently love Berkshire CBD for their hemp. It's gorgeous. I love their strain selection. Everything about them I love. Um, number two, tinctures for, think of that for like your daily wellness. Um, I'm now saying to start with like an 1,000 1, milligram yeah. bottle because um, I feel like everybody's going to end up around there anyway. So just kind of start at a higher level. Like, yeah, with fewer drops. Mm-hmm. Um and of, yeah, either full spectrum or isolate tincture from any of those recommended brands um, in a different flavor if you want to. And then number three, a vape pen. If you're not smoking, I I just love vaping. I love vape pens, whether it be cannabis or CBD, because, again, just like smoking, it's uh, immediate situational relief, especially for things like anxiety and depression for me. Um but you get the benefits of you're not smoking anything. It's so discreet. You know, you're not lighting a bomb, bomb, a bong, you're not lighting a, bomb. a bong or smoking a joint. Like there's no smoke, you know, it's not like this big time investment either. Um, so, so convenient for like parents. You're trying to get your dose of CBD without your kid like noticing um, so yeah, a lot of people like edible things like gummies and capsules. They're not really for me. Anything you eat or ingest, you lose a little bit of that THC just through this, you know, process of digesting it and everything. I guess they're, but they're, you know, they're fun. I think of them as kind of like fun things. Um, and then topicals, like you asked about, are really good to have on hand if you're dealing with like a lot of muscle pain or joint pain or like inflammation. Definitely like treating things from the inside and the outside, if we're talking pain, I think is a good idea. Um, we don't end up using topicals too much. I use my eye cream, my CBD eye cream still all the time for skincare. Um, and then we use CBD top, pain topical all the time on everybody, you know, in the house. They work really well for pain. We also like uh, CBD bath bombs. They work. They work surprisingly, amazingly well. Um, so those are fun to have on hand. That's the sound of our dog. That's it. That's our answer. 
to that question. Don't forget to send us your questions, you guys. We're ready to take them. Mom and dad are stoned. Oh, my Sorry. God. Whoa. At okay. gmail.com. You just sneezed. Dog snot all over me. Okay. <laughs> Did you get that email address? Yes. Okay. They're good. They're both good. It's time for Stoned Conversations with David, with Believe It and Catherine. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about Game of Stone. Yes. It's Game of Stone time. I'm stoned. I'm drunk. It's getting to two o'clock in the afternoon on Mother's Day. Uh-oh. So it's time to talk about Game of Stone. Um, yeah, because when my kids leave... Dun, 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 dun. I'm watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, bitch. we are. We're gonna watch How the crap. Of- watch yeah, <laughs> that's right. Okay, so here's my warning. We're gonna talk about all the episodes that are currently happening and all of the episodes that have happened in the past. We might talk about any of them of those topics. If you don't want to hear any of that, fast forward. The next segment is what's going on in Dave's grow. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right, That's so let's talk about Game of Thrones. Whoa. Okay, what? Okay. Hold on, let's listen for this fucking motorcycle to pass. <laughs> All, right. All right, so um, Game of Thrones. What do you think? We're in the final season. We're in the final season. We've um, watched four episodes? Yes. So I'm very much in the fandom. Um, is the normal average viewer in the fandom? Like, do they read the reaction? I don't think so. I don't. They don't, do they? No, I listen to you talk about it. Okay. But I mean, like, I think that, yeah, I think a ton of, I mean, every time, everywhere you look, people are, like, in bars watching episodes and shit. I feel it. Okay, so there's a a consensus in the fandom that the final season has been bad. Yeah. Disappointing. Um, I don't agree with that. So I feel like every episode I've, like, felt... Definitely a way and pretty much positive, no matter, like, I've liked it and enjoyed it. And then I get online and I read and I see the, all of the negative take on everything. And it's just like, wow, it's something. It's an event in itself is watching the fandom kind of implode with rage. Yeah. Over (laughs) stupid shit. And for me, yeah, I just always, I feel very, like, fortunate we get to have anything, I guess. Especially since I'm one of those people that believes we'll never, ever get the the end of the books. Yeah, we're I'm, not going I'm to. I'm a big mm, He's going to die before ne- that end. Well, I'm not going to go that far. I just don't think he's going to finish it. I think he's like, fuck it. Or he's going to take this ending of Game of Thrones that maybe didn't go the way he his, his book fans have been wanting for 20 years. And he's going to... That's going to inspire him. And bring it all out. I hope so, man. I don't know. I would like to know. Um, but in general, I've been okay with everything so far. Yeah, me too. Um, tonight is the second to the, it's the pen, how do you say the word? Penultimate. Episode. Um, and that's always when some shit happens. Yeah. And I've been sitting here like, oh, Danny's not going to die until like the last episode. But like, maybe that shit's going to happen in this episode. Or maybe she's not going to die at all. Maybe she's not going to die at all. Or maybe Jon Snow's going to kill her. Um... 
Varys is going to die, I bet. That's my guess. What did you think about the big battle where they killed the Night King? Um, I couldn't believe it when Arya came out. And then I loved it. I, did I loved it right away. And there was a backlash against it for whatever reason. And I still loved it a lot. And I... What makes it, like, so fulfilling to me is that fucking dagger, man. Mm-hmm. That Valyrian-sealed dagger. Um, and how it was used to, it, you know, try to kill Bran. And it had Cat's blood on it. It had their mother's blood on it when she was defending him. And and it followed them everywhere. And he gave it to Arya. And he, I don't know. We don't know what he knew, but. He knew. Yeah. They all knew. Mel knew. Well, Mel knew for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, they we all... we don't know if Bran can see the future. Well, I think he can. Because, I mean, like, he, like, the way... Remember when he was like, take the dagger. Remember, he was just like, you should have it. Wasted on a cripple. Remember, he, like, knew. He knew what the fuck was going on. I don't know. I thought it was awesome. And, um, you know, the more you think about it, like, every time that they've been in a fight with the Night King's there and they're like, that's the guy we got to kill right there. You can't kill him because there's hundreds of dead people around him. What better way than to have a ninja assassin kill that motherfucker, right? Yes. And I do like the, you know, um, build up over eight seasons of Arya being this uh, master, rule-breaking faceless man yeah she's amazing um she's a faceless man if you look at all the like you know compilation videos of like her in her training from when with from serio in the very beginning to like her taking out all of the phrase in one fell swoop all of them to you know revenge her fucking family she's gotten everybody on her list almost then it's like come on why can't she be the one? Why can't she? She's can't. the R2-D2 of fucking Game of Thrones, man. I'm here for it. I love Arya. I, do I don't know where she's going. Where do you think she's going? Uh, she's going with a hound somewhere. They're going to King's Landing. He's yeah. going to go. He has unfinished business with his brother. And she just needs to kill fucking Do you think Cersei. he's going to survive Clegane Bowl? Mm, well, from what I read, Uh-oh. he uh, overcomes his fear of fire to save Arya. Oh, shit. Yeah. I haven't read that. Yeah. Yeah, I've been happy with it. I was happy with that. I, I kind of suspected uh, Daenerys would start going nuts and become like her dad. And I think they've kind of hinted at that subtly. I think that's great. And I'm here for it. I am, too. Um, what? Yeah, I'm into it. I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, I actually have high hopes that Tyrion has been in league with Cersei the whole time. But I don't think that that's the case. You know, I think that would be a crazy twist where it'd be like, whoa, it's just. Tyrion's really like made <coughs> no good decisions for Danny. Nope. <coughs> um, and we've built up all of this time loving him so much. Yeah. And feeling like he has this redemptive arc. I'm still in the camp that Jamie will have this redemption arc and he'll be the one to kill Cersei. I, I hope so, man. Um, but then I'm like, why is Arya going out there? Arya's got to kill Cersei. I mean, like, she's on her list. I think it needs to be Jamie, man. You think so? Yes, because the prophecy said it's a little brother. It said that in Valyrian whatever. Yeah. But they're twins. I... So he's... Did she come out first? Uh, yeah. He's... Him and Tyrion are both her little brother. Oh, okay. So it's either one. Hmm. Okay. But I don't think it's going to be Tyrion. I don't either. I think it's going to be, like... Never mind. I don't want to 
have to speculate too much, do I? Yeah. That's what the show's about. You have to speculate the crap out of everything. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I think that Tyrion's going to be... Uh, I don't know. I think he's like this is going to be part of the bittersweet ending that everybody's sort of hinted, and that Tyrion's going to turn out to be like kind of shitty in some way, and and that's sort of the same idea with Daenerys. How you know, kind of in the end, you can't prevent all the time people being shitty. Yeah, especially if you're. Born from a inbred line for centuries, and then, you know. <laughs> no, I'm one of those. No, this is a different la- time. Okay? okay, I think that's that makes them extra strong. All right. Well, I'm just <laughs> it's saying. Not time. It's a I'm just saying. Time. Her dad was fucking cuckoo crazy, and yeah. um, she's you know now starting to say things like. Remember when she would talk to Jamie about like, you know, you killed my father, la la la, and out of nowhere she starts like getting pissed about that. And it's like you've never been pissed about that before. You knew your dad was nuts. Now suddenly you hate Jamie because he killed your dad. Um. So yeah, I know, right? So let's talk about things that we've loved so far. Okay. So like Theon's death. Yes. I was. I loved that. I, I did that too. Was okay, and sad. Like the last thing he saw was the Night King going to Bran. Yeah. He doesn't know that Ass- assassin Arya is coming. Hiding in the tree or whatever the hell. He doesn't know. And uh, I'm glad that, yeah, he killed so many people. Music. Yeah, I haven't really listened to the music, i got to be honest with you. I've loved the music. You have? The music is so phenomenal. And it's, once again, like a weird piano-heavy song. And the only time that happens on Game of Thrones is when it's some fucked-up shit's happening. You know what I mean? Like the sept is being blown up by Cersei. Or... Or that White Walker Night King dude is walking around about to kill Bran or whatever. What is his deal? He's dead now. He's shattered. But we we talked about that, and he's just, um, like, he has a goal. He was created for one purpose, and that's all he's doing. He was created to kill mankind. That's right. And we, or the children of the forest, made him into that. And that's why he's just like, look, I'm doing what you want me to do, so fuck you. You Do we think that they really are dead and gone? Well, according to some spoilers, that John sees the circle again on the other side of the wall at the end of uh, this whole thing when he goes out to, and reunites with Ghost and Tormund. Damn. I don't know. I will say that uh, Tormund, uh, I'm glad that he made it. I'm glad he got to go back to the nor- other side of the wall. And I'm glad he took Ghost with him because John doesn't deserve Ghost. And I'm also glad about Mel because Mel uh, just kind of shows up. Says a bunch of badass shit, and then she dies on her own terms. She kills. She takes her own life. Well, she just dies. The, yes, Mel. Oh, perfection, perfect ending to her. Right. She comes in and says All amazing, like uplifting shit to Drops everybody. Some knowledge on everyone's mm-hmm. ass. Just with a few words. And then somehow is hiding and like <laughs> <just> invisible. <laughs> for she's just there, like, oh hi, Arya. <laughs> By the way. Man, when she says that, what do we say to the god of death? I mean, come on. That made Arya go kill the Night King right there. That made Arya realize. Put it all together. Yeah. Wait a minute. When she looks at Grey Worm and goes, Valamogulis. That was the best. How about Missandei dying? Does that happen in the books? I don't know. We, the books haven't been written. I know. I'm asking. Do you think oh. that is supposed to happen in the books? Is she in the books at all? Oh, yes. I don't know. 
I, that didn't really do anything for me, to be honest with you. Did it do something for you? Not really. Really, Grey Worm's performance in that scene was... But I was spoiled that she with that scene, too. So. Yeah. I mean, it was that sad that she died. Yeah. It was sad that she died. But well, um, How about Rhaegal? So, first of all, dragon on dragon, fight scene in the third episode. Very difficult to see and make out. It's fast and dark. You have to adjust your TV. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, you know. Anyway, uh, but I liked that a lot. I love any dragon anything. You know what I thought? Because John didn't fly him. He was like, well, he needs to heal or whatever. He doesn't need me. I mean, John would be dead probably, right? If he was on that dragon. Don't you think? No, he would like land in the water and be fine like every character on the yeah, show. When I they guess land so. in water. Yeah. <laughs> they all, water is the savior of the show. Oh, water. Okay. Now I'm really far away from the danger. Yeah. And I've just come up. And Tyrion just dumped, jumped in the water. I know. They all did. They and all then they just wake up on the other. Okay. Everything's in the water. Anyway. <laughs> Jamie dives in the water or Bran or Bronn <laughs> throws him in the water. And then they appear a mile away from the battle. Remember? How do we think Daenerys is going to kill Varys? Well, with fire. She's going to dragon burn him. Dragon fire or fire fire? Dragon fire. Or I don't know. I mean, like her dad did. How did she kill? How did her dad kill um, Ned's dad? Oh, shit. Do you know that story? Didn't he hang him upside down? In or a, above flames? In a, like a shell metal thing and then hung it over flames. But then they tied his son, Ned's brother. What was his name? Uh, Ed? <laughs> I don't know. Dead. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they tied him uh, in some way where he, his struggling or something held his dad over the flames or whatever. And then that's how they died. Both of them died? Mm-hmm. And so, then he let so Ned, Ned go? And then Ned went d- down south in the first season and died <laughs> immediately. I know. I like some of the memes I've seen where it's like, Catelyn's like, don't go to King's Island. He goes, okay. And it goes, Game of Thrones. And the end. <laughs> like he yeah. just avoids it all. <laughs> My favorite meme is a shot of Rhaegal dying and then... The scorpion bolt, dragon bolt thing, except ghost is there instead of your own. Oh, yeah. That's That's a good one. (laughs) Because John was not a good daddy. No. Sorry about the cars. Okay, well, that's it. I mean, are we done talking about Game of Thrones, you think? Yeah. Have you been, are you happy about it or what's your last final thought? My final thoughts is anything we get from anybody is a gift. Yeah. Agreed. You no, know, I'm not making Game of, Game of Thrones. No, so I can't say much. I mean, certainly can, not going to be like they ruined everything. And I'm not going to watch it. We can anymore. criticize it to death, but ever the end of anything that we've ever watched, everybody's not been happy. Man, not Breaking Bad. <laughs> Everybody loved Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking Bad is now because it's always been like Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones rivalry. Really? That's the greatest show. Oh, well, and The Wire. Well, The Wire's the greatest show. So if you, like, visit their forums and stuff, Breaking Bad is like, ha-ha, <laughs> Game of Thrones right now. Damn. <laughs> so anyway. They've all, all had their issues. We love Game of Thrones. It's, me- it's meant a lot to us over the years. We haven't watched it from the beginning like a lot of people. Uh, but when we did start, it was very strong and 
I mean, there's a lot of things to look back on and think like, remember when John was in love with that wildling lady? Yes. His dude, wife in real his life. His wife, season one through four. So excellent. Yeah. So much so intrigue. Much good stuff. So much, uh, just so rich, 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 slow, you know? Yes. Then it's kind of turned it's into sex and torture up. porn and it was a little fucked up. Yeah. Um, but they killed off Dorn and. <laughs> Yeah. And Theon redeemed himself. Mm-hmm. And it's There's that, You know what? Honestly, the second episode in the series was one of my favorite ones because all that good shit happened where Brienne got knighted and, you know, they kind of like closed up a, a lot cool. of oh, That loops. was such a good episode. It was really good. It was. Like you were ready for everybody to die in the third episode, which is one part of why people were upset. Like no one died. Like important. Well, Jorah died. Jorah did die. And the and Theon died. Theon died. Um uh the little uh Dolores said died. Uh the little girl, Liana, the Bear Island chick Liana died. Mormont. Yeah. The Mormont line's gone now, I guess. Yes. But now suddenly we have a Prince of Dorne. I don't understand. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, who knows? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I thought they were all killed. I don't know. Like every last one of them. Well, maybe there's a maybe they chose a new family. Who fucking knows? I guess. I don't care. You're, you know, Yara's alive. Yeah. Is she going to die? Fuck no, man. She's holding the Iron Islands. Who's going to kill Euron? A dragon. The only dragon? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's going to burn the fuck out of him. Is Drogon going to live? Yes. Drogon's going to live. Here's what's going to happen. Drogon's going to take Daenerys' body and fly away. And that's the last you're going to see of them. Okay. Who told you that? I read it. Oh. And then, um, yeah, that's it. He's going to go, and then fly away with his dead mom. After John kills her. Yeah. And sacrifices her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Who puts the dead body on Drogon, you think? Maybe he uses his hand wings. You think he just, like, grabs her? Maybe he grabs her with his teeth and throws her up in the air and then lands on her back. That seems disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> it is a dragon. Right. Well, I mean, come on. They're not known for their manners. That's Game of Thrones. That's it. Stone. baby what's going on in that grow it's been so long well i'll tell you what so my flowering tent which you managed and uh took great excellent care of for a couple weeks thank you i did you're welcome you did a spectacular job i'm very proud of you so one of my plants which was the biggest but of course had nutrient burn so this i i've realized a lot in this grow i'm not i'm gonna try to avoid growing nine different strains at once from now on or six or whatever because they all grow differently and they all have different needs. Uh, that one plant will like had bad nutrient burn with burnt leaves. So I cut it down the other day and hung it upside down. And it's just larf. It's like a larf plant. You know, like none of the nuggets are they're big, but they're all like cotton balls. So I have uh, five other plants in there that I'm I was flushing. So I'm going to go back to giving them a few more newts today and let them flower a little bit more. And then I'm going to cut them down. And then in my veg plant, everything looks amazing and glorious. 
Um, and that's it. So I think we're going to go back, get back on it. I've kind of neglected it. And now I'm back on top of it. I'm going to save my veg plants when they get in my a bloom tent. I'm going to make them amazing. I'm going to go back to scrogging, which I don't know why I gave up on scrogging because scrogging actually holds your plants up when they're huge. And, uh, yes. you know, I realized I thought I could stake everything down, but you just can't. Um, and that's it. So I think my next round, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a round of hemp in the next veg process. I'm going to get some clones from the black dog folks. I'm going to grow probably like six lava rock, uh, hemp plants. Mm. They turn purple and they look amazing. And then after that, I'm going to grow probably Durban poison or something, but it's all going to be the same. What do you think of that? I don't want Durban poison. Okay. Well, golden goat. Yes. Golden goat. We'll do some golden goat. We've grown Durban poison before. Or we could grow two strains, but I don't want to do like each plant can't be an individual strain. I mean, like that was great. And I, I'm glad I experienced that and I have a lot of cool strains. But, you know, I just can't you can't mix up six different batches of nutrients that to the needs of the plants. And I'm really learning in my grow experience that all plants need different things. So lesson learned. Sorry. And um, the end of the flowering cycle that we have now is going to be good. It's just, you know, everything's too heavy and bent over because of my stupidity. Um, and that's it. I mean, like, I think we're going to end up with some nice weed. I might take this entire plant that I just chopped down and make it all concentrates or something because it's just so like larf, larfy. It's, it's blarfy is what it is. It's blarfy. It's blarf weed. So that's really it, honey. That's going on in Dave's Grow. And that's what's going on in Dave's Grow. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on. Okay. Bye. Bye. So that's the end of the show. Uh, I'm glad we're back. I missed doing this. I like doing the podcast. Do you? Yes. Let's shout out our House Van Eaton member real quick. Okay. House Van Eaton is our membership site and community of adult stoners who support the show as well as everything we do over on thestonermom.com. Members have access to exclusive podcasts, such videos, vlogs, and live sessions with me and Flavid. Learn more at thestonermom.com and click on the membership. <laughs> Today we are shouting out our newest member, Teresa Girl. Girl, welcome. 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 <coughs> Sorry. Um, so yeah, that's our show. And did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy getting back in the microphone seat? Do you think we did okay? I think we did okay. I love doing this. I like chatting with you. I get to sit here and look at you. I'm not allowed to touch you because I'm so far away. Uh-huh. So it may it forces me to talk to you oh. without touching you. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Um, which is hard for me because I love you so much. It's true. You do love me I a lot. I do. I love you a lot. And um, it's Mother's <laughs> Day, so I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to prepare my Brussels sprouts because that's the last thing I got to do. And then I'm going to wait for your daughters to come over and then I'm going to start cooking. I'm probably mix up a batch of nutrients for my plants and tend to them a little bit. Hey, hmm? I love you too. I, I'm glad. Thanks for having the show with me. I love having the show. It did start off as Growcast originally. <sighs> God, can you believe it? 14. How long are we going to do Mom and Dutter Stone? I don't know. As long as it takes. <laughs> <laughs> are you high and drunk? Yeah. Are you going to go have to rest a little bit on the couch? I feel like I should probably sober up on the couch. Maybe just go closed. take a little. Yeah, do that. 
I'm going to go do a few things. We bought a few rose bushes today. I don't think I'll get those in the ground today, but maybe tomorrow. I'm still kind of planning out where I'm going to put them. My mom was excited to hear about those. Oh, good, good. I got to prepare some soil out there and dig up uh, old tree root. Um, and that's it. So I'm so glad we were doing this. And I love you. And happy Mother's Day. Okay. Thank and you. I guess that's the end. All right. Mom and Dad are stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. Learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Our music is by Deaf Girl. Follow her on the gram at Deaf Girl Music and listen to her on SoundCloud. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Mom, the letter N, Dad, the letter R, Stone. Follow David on Twitter and the gram at CO Hemp Grower. He has a new handle, y'all. Yeah, it's not Weed Grower anymore, it's Hemp Grower. And follow me on IG and Twitter at The Stoner Mom. We'll be back again soon. Until then, remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every day. Bye. Bye.